0: Another episode of Grain Knockers is coming right now. Hey, this is Keith from Rubio Monaco, and I am Grain Knocker Nation. Is this not what you've been waiting for? I've been Have you not been entertained? I'm Ryan from Mackinwood. This is Nick from Key Woodworks. This is Ben from Myers Woodshop. Yo, it's Austin from Ebony and Birch. I'm Nate from Built by Nate.
1: This is Jenny from Sacred Cinder.
0: I'm Steve from Grain Creation. Hi, this is Rob from Twisted Grain. This is Logan from Hardy Design Company. I'm Donovan from The Beardless Men. This is Taylor Hubble from Hubble Woodshop. And I am. And I am. And I am, And I am. And I am. am, am, am Grain Knocker. Grain Knocker. Grain knockers nation. What's up, Grayknocker Nation? It's 2018. Welcome to episode 13. It's finally here. I know it's the middle of February and we're a little behind, but that's okay because we put a lot of time in to get stuff scheduled, to get giveaways sorted out, and I'm happy to say that in episode 13, we have a really nice giveaway brought to you by the people over at Acme Tools. I'm going to tell you all about that at the end of the episode, so make sure you listen all the way through. Uh, We have Rubio Monaco in the house today. We have Keith in the marketing department here. Keith is also like that face, that guy you see on the videos on their Instagram. Make sure you're following Rubio Monaco on Instagram, and they will fill us in with all the other links to find more information about them later on. Now, a couple months ago, I started using Rubio. I got my first package, and I have to admit that at first, I was a little intimidated because I didn't, I've never used it. But just in a minute when we hook up with Keith, we'll go over all that and make you less intimidated and more educated on how Rubio is going to assist you in your next project in your shop. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get started, just make sure that you are following us on Instagram under Grain Knockers. Also, subscribe on SoundCloud. If you like what you hear, please give a five-star review over on iTunes. We are also on Google Play and a numerous other ways that you can listen Right now, though, let's go to Keith. Let's dial him up, talk a little bit about Rubio. And after we talk to him, we will come back and talk a little bit about my last experience, my last project uh, using Rubio on some black walnut, beautiful island top I just finished. And also, we will talk about this giveaway. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. A lot of information coming to you. Let's call up Keith and let's talk Rubio Monaco. Today we have Keith from Rubio Monaco joining us, teaching us a little bit about uh, what Rubio Monaco can offer us and our shops and make our lives a little bit easier. Keith, how are you doing? Welcome to Gray Knocker Nation.
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh, first of all, I just recently learned about you guys through accounts like Lucas over at Lighthouse Boston and Jeff Mack and, you know, a bunch of guys you know, using your product. I'm not that familiar with Rubio until recently. Can you tell people that might not know a lot about Rubio Monaco about Rubio Monaco? Yeah.
1: Absolutely, Bill. So Rubio Monocoat is a hard wax oil wood finish. Um, That's the most basic aspect of what it is. Um, It was developed and it's manufactured over in Belgium. And it was introduced into the States in about 2008. And since then, it's taken off in the uh, the flooring community. Um, It's been put to hardwood floors quite often. And uh, recently, it's as you found out, it's really growing in the furniture and the woodworking community as well.
0: Yeah, and you guys just recently moved. I don't know where from, but I've, I follow you guys on Instagram. Uh, you guys just made a big move, new office, new state, I believe? Yes, that is correct. We uh, we were
1: located in Southern California before, and we're relocated to Austin, Texas. So we're in the center of the country. It allows us to service our clients better, and um, everything's bigger and better in Texas. In Texas now, i got to say that.
0: And you guys also, I'm getting off a little off, uh, well, it's on topic, but I'm getting a little away from my script, but you guys have like a state of the art new facility in your new place where you're going to do a lot of training.
1: That is correct. Um, In the new facility, we have training centers geared towards floor refinishing. So, we'll have a a partnership with American Sanders that we're going to teach people on how to sand the floor. And then we'll take over the class and we'll teach people how to finish the floor. And then we also have uh, partnerships with Festool. We're going to be doing some woodworking schools a couple times a year, as well as um, Stanza Machinery, who are
0: in the industrial coatings. manufacturing line world so anytime a a company can provide extra training whether it's the sales or outside distributors or whoever consumers I think that's a big bonus okay so let's dive into it Rubio offers just a wide variety of products that can be applied to woodworking and building flooring tabletops interior list goes on exterior tell us a little bit about interior products Rubio offer and how it works
1: Absolutely. So our flagship product is the Oil Plus 2C. If, if you guys are seeing on Instagram, social media, you're seeing a lot of people applying our products, you're more than likely looking at someone applying Oil Plus 2C. Um, so our Oil Plus 2C, um, it's, a, it's a plant-based hard wax oil, and it has 0% VOCs in it. It's a single coat application. You wipe it on, you wipe it off. It is dry to the touch immediately after applied and it's fully cured within seven days. It comes in 55 different colors, and it keeps the natural look and the feel of the wood. So that's our flagship product, and that's what's used to finish. Uh, we also, for interior products, have our pre Easy. It's a water-based stain product that's available in 14 colors. And those are used for creative contrasting and complementary effects. If you want, like, a cerused look, it's kind of popular right now. If you want the wood to look dark, but you want to fill in the, the soft grain with something light, you would put down our pre-color Easy in a dark color, wait for that to dry, and then apply Oil Plus 2C in a lighter color, and it'd give you that high contrast that a lot of people are finding favorable nowadays. So, those are uh, two of our big interior products. We also have exterior products. Exterior products are our hybrid wood protector. Um, it's, it's kind of the same deal as the uh, Oil Plus 2C, but it's intended for outdoors. The um, pigmentations are a little bit heavier. In that product which is going to give you UV um, stabilizing qualities so the one note that I always tell people when uh, working with hybrid wood protector is to keep in mind that if they're going to choose the pure color that they are not going to have any UV uh, protection in it because there's no pigments to stabilize that particular color
0: and that goes for interior and exterior or is that just exterior so the exterior has the UV
1: stabilizers in it. The interior has no UV-specific protection. Okay.
0: Just want to make sure. I That's something I wrote down. A lot of times when you do even tables in a house next to windows, you get sun beaten on it all the time. Now, you say the Pure doesn't really have that UV protection, but the, how does it stand up to just, you know, in a kitchen with normal light coming in it? Will it fade over time or what is that pretty extreme
1: so the, the rubio monaco is going to keep the wood um acting in its natural uh, characteristics so if the wood's going to um, darken or lighten with sun exposure rubio monaco isn't necessarily going to uh, protect it from
0: the uv rays okay so exterior let's ju- jump sorry i'm jumping all over exterior use you were just talking about does have that uv protection Where are most of your customers using the exterior stuff? Are we talking decks? I'm I'm assuming mostly decks, right? Um, Decks, it's used for siding, windows, doors, Um, so
1: you know, awnings. I know uh, there's a couple playgrounds and little playhouses that people have used it for. Uh, So if you're gonna put it up on a vertical surface, just use it as is. If you're going to put it on a horizontal surface, what we recommend is adding 10% of our Part E Accelerant and Hardener to
0: it. Okay, we were talking about um, some of those colors. You said over 50 colors for the oil finishes um, that you pair with the creative effects, right? And that's called the pre uh, Color Easy. The Color Easy and the colors you explained work pretty well together. Is that something builders can get creative with because once i get if i got 14 colors the first thing i would do is mix a bunch of them together which i thought would make a cool color
1: yeah exactly and that's that's kind of one of the big appeals of our product is you know the the possibilities are really endless so you have 14 color options that are in the pre-color easy product line right and you can mix those and come up with whatever color you want and you can apply that to your floor And then we have over 50 colors of the Oil Plus 2C product line. And you can mix those to whatever your heart desires. So, you know, you have basically any color to start with, any color to finish with, and then you can combine um, and contrast those or use them to complement each other. And then we also have uh, another interior product. It's called our Universal Maintenance Oil. Now... Universal maintenance oil was originally designed to be able to maintain an oil floor with our product. If you didn't know necessarily if it was um, someone else's oil or something, you could use this product. And what we found is that product increases the sheen slightly. So if guys are asking me, hey, I want a slight bit more sheen, we point them in the direction of the universal maintenance oil and the umo we call it is available in five different colors so if you wanted to add a whole nother level of crazy to you know whatever look you're trying to achieve you could then put a third layer on top of this and use the universal maintenance well so the creative boundaries are really endless
0: yeah that's that's pretty cool that's one thing that when i got rubio in my shop i started messing with a little bit and i was curious on how to get you know, increase the sheen a little bit. So the maintenance oil is a good way to go. I've seen uh, Lucas at Lighthouse Boston. He did that to one of his pieces, and it really did make a difference if that's what you wanted to do. So let's talk a little bit about application. Seeing guys like Jeff Mack and Lighthouse Boston apply Rubio, as well as following your page on Instagram where you guys do a lot of live tutorials and try to educate people about your products, I've seen and learned some techniques on the best ways to apply Rubio. First, how easy is it for those who don't know? And second, what is a tip or two that people should use when they first try Rubio?
1: So the actual application of Rubio Monaco is extremely simple. Um, We get asked all the time, hey, how exactly do I apply it? Should I use a a buffer? Should I use a rag? Do I... um do I, do I wipe it on? Do I brush it on? Do I roll it on? And, and the main idea is get the product applied to the wood and then remove any excess. So what we're finding is uh, often easy is buffing it in or using some kind of squeegee and applying it to the surface. And you can use a rag as well, but if you're working in a large area, it just tends to absorb a lot of product and you know, you want to make the product go as far as you can. So after that, you just allow a molecular bond to occur. And that's one thing that we didn't talk about earlier when we were talking about it. So the kind of revolutionary thing about our product is that it forms a molecular bond with the topmost fibers of the wood. Traditional uh, penetrating oils are going to continue to penetrate into the wood and will need to be refreshed over time. Polyurethanes are plasticky building products that are going to build up on top of the wood surface. And Rubio Monocoat. What we do is it penetrates within the first few microns of the wood and then it forms this molecular bond. So that bond forms within three to five minutes of the product being in contact with the cellulose of the wood. After three to five minutes, you just wipe off as much excess as you can and make sure you've done that within 10 to 15 minutes. So that's a little bit of a technical approach to it. But if you just want the simple approach to it, you wipe it on, give it three to five minutes. Wipe off all the excess within 10 to 15 minutes. Um, two things, if, um, if you've never worked with our product before, there's always two things that you're going to want to be aware of. One is the prep. Since Rubio Monaco is not a build product, it's not going to hide imperfections in the surface of the wood. So you need to sand it. We recommend sanding it to 120 grit, which is going to leave the pores of the wood open enough to accept the oil for optimum durability. So once you've sanded to 120, make sure that there's no swirl marks. Um, as you're working with the darker stains, and if you leave swirl marks in the wood, um, the pigmentation can kind of build up inside those swirls, and you can see it on your finished products. So that's one of the big things I always recommend. Prepare the surface really well. Make sure it's sanded um, to 120 and get all of your sanding marks out apply it on and then the second thing we already touched on a little bit but is remove all of the excess if if you leave excess on the surface it's probably our our number one cause of complaints is it doesn't fully cure because it's not in contact with the cellulose of the wood and it's susceptible to grabbing dirt and uh, leaving footprints in it so it can can remain a little bit tacky which is gonna cause you some issues
0: yeah I mean prep with anything before you apply is huge, but that's good to know about how important it is for Rubio. Do you guys, I think I saw Lucas, he actually was using a Rubio product before he applied the Pure to it. Do you guys offer, is that something you offer, like something to, for prep, is there a product that you can use? Yes, we have our uh, Rotwood cleaner. So the Rotwood cleaner electrostatically
1: removes dust and dirt from the surface so that the product you come in contact with the cellulose of the wood.
0: Yeah, that's super important. I mean, whether it's paint or whether it's Rubio prep is key, I think. I mean, you can ruin a project and all your time just by being lazy and not going through that, the prep step, you know, it's just, it's important. Okay. So I've, I've been working with hardwoods for a little while now. I've always had the instinct, I guess, to water pop the grain or to raise the grain. I, different places call it different things. I've always called it popping the grain. Right. Before before Rubio's applied, if you're using a hardwood, which I, I, I think a lot of people are using this on hardwood anyways, do you recommend to pop the grain or not pop the grain? Will it react if you don't?
1: So popping the grain, we don't have a specific that you have to do it or you don't have to do it. You are able to pop the grain um, and... Just one thing to note is that because when you pop the grain, it's going to make the grain stand and it's going to accept a little bit more oil. So some of the colors uh, will be a little bit more intense.
0: And right now, you guys, uh, one of the colors I really enjoy um, seeing is the fumed. The fume looks like it's a really hot color or a reactive product, I think you guys call it. Can you talk a little bit about that for me?
1: Yeah, so our, uh, our reactive stain, the fumes. Um, is used to simulate a, a graying effect on wood. You know, a lot of times you are going after some, some age graying effect, and the fume does that, what you can traditionally achieve with some chemicals, but without any of those chemicals.
0: Keith, uh, we really appreciate your time jumping on here. Thank you very much. In closing, I do have a couple questions from Grainocker Nation. These are questions we may have already addressed. There, there's about five of them. Quick answers are fine. If you guys want to see more from Rubio Monaco, make sure you're following them on Instagram at Rubio Monaco. Uh, is it at Rubio Monaco USA? Yes, that is our handle for social media is uh, Rubio Monaco USA. Except for Twitter, um, it's just Rubio Monaco US. Okay, and Keith, you're the guy on the videos, right? You're the guys on the you're the guy on the lives. You're you're the face of uh, Instagram for Rubio, correct?
1: Yeah, right now uh, you often see my face.
0: <laughs> All right, Keith, here's some questions from Grain Macronation. How hard does it get does it get as hard or harder than polyurethane? So when you're comparing a hard wax oil to a,
1: a polyurethane, you're you're in a little different world. Polyurethanes are, are plasticky build up products and, and if you're trying to do a direct comparison it's just it's not quite the same, you know. Uh, hard wax oil is a different uh, product altogether. Um, so what it is doing is it's not hardening the wood. It's going to keep the wood in the natural state. Um, it's going to it's going to be sh- scratch resistant and it will protect it better than raw wood. Um, but if you're putting it up against a polyurethane. Uh, The polyurethane just has layers that are going to build up and protect and be harder. But um, people ask me this. They always ask me how durable is Rubio Monaco. What I like to say is, well, what's your definition of durable? If your definition of durable is immediate resistance, maybe you're thinking, I I don't want um, anything to be able to to permeate this. You want just a rock hard surface, then a polyurethane is easily going to be the choice for you. But if durability is longevity of your, your piece, whether it be a flooring or a piece of furniture, then Rubio is um, a product that you can spot repair on. Whereas a polyurethane, you're not able to do that. So when I think of durability, I want something that's going to last a lifetime. And Rubio provides that.
0: Yeah, that kind of leads into the next question here. And that is, if something were to happen to the finish, can you just fix that one spot? And after heavy use over a long period of time, can Rubio just be reapplied as you applied it the first time? Do you have to sand it all the way down? So you kind of get that question, right? It's kind of all over the place. Yeah,
1: it kind of follows what we just talked about, is that you can spot repair uh, Rubio. You just uh, sand it down. You want to use the same sanding procedures that you originally did and apply the oil, again, in the same way that you originally did um, to keep the sheen as even as possible. But you are able to spot repair it, and um, you're able to renovate it
0: um, without fully re-sanding. You just abrade the surface and reapply the oil. The last question I have for Grain Nation is, is Rubio only for hardwoods?
1: Rubio is able to be applied to uh, all species of wood. And, again, it's going to keep the natural characteristics of the wood. So um, if it's a softer wood like pine, it'll, it'll stay softer. If it's a, a harder wood, um, it's going to keep the natural characteristics, um, both the look and the feel of the wood. It bonds to the cellulose of the wood. So as long as there's uh, some raw wood cellulose and fibers available, then Rubio will, will bond
0: to it. All right, that's awesome. Thank you, Grain Knocker Nations, for the question. In closing here, I always do yes or no questions for you. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. You told everyone where to go to follow Rubio um, and to learn more. Where can they go buy it?
1: So if you have any more questions on Rubio or if you're looking for a place to buy it, head on to our website. It's and We have links on there. There's a dealer's page that you can search by location and find some of our dealers. We also have web dealers that you can find using a simple web search for rubio monocote.
0: when someone does get the product and they just make a killer kitchen island top that's the most beautiful thing they've ever done in their life they even might have curly maple bow ties in it i might be talking about the project i just finished last week um do you guys have a hashtag or is there a way that like if i'm really proud of something that i've used rubio on a way that we can kind of show you without just you know sending you messages all day
1: Yeah, there's two things you can do. There's the hashtag. uh, You nailed that one on the head. It's Rubio Monocote, And (laughs) I'll keep an eye out on that. Um, That's probably the best way to get something across my plate. You can also shoot an email to us. um, Shoot it to media at com. And what we do is we we have a Project of the Month. So if you want to submit a Project for Project of the Month, and then we'll feature it on our website, on our social media, and in our newsletter, And just send us some high-resolution photos with some project information, and uh, we'll get it submitted
0: for that. Oh man, I'm doing that right after we hang up the phone. Did you see my island top? Did you like it? (laughs) I did. That thing was a. That's a good-looking table right there, the walnut one. Yeah, it was black walnut. It had. uh, It was live-edged. It was the first time I used Rubio on a that big of a piece. I've used it in the past on smaller stuff, and I think one thing that I forgot to bring up was it's important for people to know they see the size of rubio that you get especially like the pure and what people don't understand is it's it doesn't act like normal stain you don't use as much product as you think as you're used to if you've never used rubio before watch a video and watch how much product they put down and how far it goes am i am i telling the truth Keith am i telling the truth <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're right on. It's uh, so one liter is gonna cover approximately three to five hundred square feet, you know, depending on the species and uh, the way you prep the wood. So it goes quite far. So if you compare um, only doing one coat and getting that type of coverage, you're gonna save yourself a, a bunch of time, you know, because to be able to go in there, do a table, wipe it on, wipe it off, be done with the whole thing in about 15 minutes, and not have
0: to do a second coat. That's you know, that's significant time savings you have right there. Oh, yeah. It goes a long way. You don't use a lot. I, you know, I did waste a little. I'm going to just admit my mistake. I did waste a little because I mixed too much. And then I was, like, I was finding things to Rubio after I was done. And My, like, stepson walked in. I Rubio'd him. My daughter, she was Rubio'd. Everybody's got a coding now. Um, when – last question before I ask my silly questions. When would you use two coats? You said it only requires one, but I, I, I thought I heard that you there is some rare instances where you would use two coats.
1: Yeah, that's right. There's um, If you're working with a highly porous species, like I imagine you may have done this on your walnut table, there's times where you'll have to do a second coat on that, and that's just because it's so porous that it's gonna consume um, the product and it's gonna continue to penetrate. And um, what we generally recommend is give it about eight hours, and if it looks like it's dry or thirsty, then uh, go ahead and apply a second coat. And at that point, it's mostly saturated already, so your coverage is going to go up even
0: higher. You should see the videos of my clients. They, they just love the finish on there. And Rubio is also one of those things where if you throw into a build, it's, it's honestly, you're, you're marking up the project. It's, it's quality. Um, I know that for a lot of stuff coming in and out of my shop in the future, it's definitely going to be an option. I'm going to propose to customers and explain to them the benefits. It's, it's uh, my customer, the day I dropped it off, I was just explaining her to her the finish. And that day, she went online and bought the soap, and she bought uh, Restorer, what, how, if you were to ruin it, right? Uh, the, the Refresh Eco. Oh, the Refresh Eco, sorry, Yes. And she bought, like, the liter of soap. She's like, this soap better be good. I'm like, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, it's just something you can customer, – some customers like to have fun with that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, Keith, here's my yes or no questions. It's basically uh, – we'll probably do two. Two yes or no questions. You can only say yes or no. If you say any more, then you're just not nice and not following the rules. Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza, yes or no? Yes. That was the right answer. Thank you. <laughs> there is better food in Texas than there is in Southern California, yes or no? No. Oh, really? I hope you said that quiet. <laughs> Texans like their food down there. They do.
1: And it is really good food, but it's, it's so much barbecue, man.
0: It, it's <laughs> I a, I it's some, a lot of barbecue. I need some more variety to barbecue and Tex-Mex, you
1: know?
0: <laughs> Have you – okay, I'll ask one more. Yes or no, Keith from Rubio Monaco USA has been to a food truck in Texas. No. Oh, Not come yet. on. You'll get there. You're still – it's just It's just a fresh move. Keith, Rubio Monaco USA. For more information, make sure you go to their website. Make sure you're following them on Instagram. We'll talk a little bit more about Rubio and how my project went um, in a couple minutes. But, Keith, thank you so much for coming on. And um, – Please come on again. You're a part of GrainOcker Nation now.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to bring us on.
0: Yeah, super cool of Keith to jump on with us um, and teach us a little bit about Rubio. Very cool. Make sure you go follow them and learn more yourself. Um, I, I just want to take a couple minutes to tell you about my last project I did where I actually used the Rubio Pure 2C product on some black walnut. What I want to touch base on is where I got it, how I got it, how I applied it. And how I kind of talked my customers into the benefits of using it on their tabletop. After that, we will jump into giveaway details and some other show notes. And um, that will be it for episode 13. So, this last tabletop I did was was almost 70 inch long by almost... It was about 56 inches wide. Black walnut live edge island top. Now with walnut and other hardwoods, I've seen Rubio really shine. It really does pull the natural characteristics of those woods out. I can't speak on other woods because I haven't tried them yet, but I know for sure on black walnut. It's killer. So how did I buy it? I went online and find a local, I went on Rubio's website and found my local dealer. There was only three dealers in all of Chicagoland where I could go get it, but I wanted to go get it instead of order it and wait for it to come. Just because I had some issues in this project with some epoxy and I was just in a hurry and I needed to go get it. So I drove 45 minutes away to a flooring dealer who had it in stock. And they had it like a lot in stock. A lot of colors, a lot of this, a lot of that. The price, uh, it was a 1.3 liter can of the oil 2 plus C and part A, part B. And it was 100, what was it? It was 100 and... $45 $45 now keep in mind like we said in the episode this stuff goes a long way like you it's way better to underpour and save the material than it is to overpour with anything but especially with Rubio because people are always like well it just is expensive I don't really know well it is expensive yes up front but the product actually if you spread out how much material you have to use to how much it costs it's really not that bad Given that that was the price, I'm pretty much going to be set with Rubio because I don't do a ton of walnut or other hardwoods for a little while. So I'm very comfortable with the price, how I had to get it whatnot. You can also go on their website, order it straight from them or other distributors, pretty easy to do. Now, when I talked to my customer about this project, I told him about Rubio and kind of showed him some examples of what it does to wood. And Instagram was a great tool for that. I actually went to Jeff, Jeff Max page I actually went to Lighthouse Boston's page and showed them, because they had more examples than I do on my page, of what Rubio looks like before and after it's applied. Or I should say what the wood looks like after you apply Rubio. That alone upsold the project. It made them fall in love with the Rubio, and I would highly suggest using that as a tool when you're talking to your client. It's really cool to use visuals other than SketchUp or some other popular choices like Instagram to really show people what they can get or what they can expect if you just go to them with a bunch of facts about Rubio about house and oil and blah 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 blah, they really don't understand it as much as they do if they were to see it so keep that in mind next time you want to pitch Rubio to a client or use it on one of your next projects for a client Instagram great tool for that now the application for me um, uh, I also turned to Instagram, Instagram, um, kind of showed me the way as far as tips and tricks for application. As Keith said earlier, you don't really want to use a towel to apply Rubio only because the towel absorbs a lot of the material and it goes to waste. Uh, what I found on a couple different pages are card scrapers work really well for spreading material around your surface as well as like a window washer squeegee. You know what I mean? one of those squeegees you uh, wash windows with. That's what I use. Super effective. It brought the material to edges well, uh, now on sides of the table. And like if you're going to reveal the base or something like that, you can take one of those red pads, and I'll talk about those next, and you can apply it with that red pad after you do the top. The red pad I'm talking about is something I saw on Lighthouse Boston's Lucas page where he took a flooring pad – you buy it at Home Depot for 5 bucks, and you cut it up, and you get about six pieces out of it. You can either apply it with your hand, or what he did, would put it. he put it on a Rotex, which was awesome. Rubbing it by hand is perfectly fine, and it does give you a bit of a, a workout arm-wise. However, if you put it on your Rotex, it really does efficiently rub in the material into the wood and the grain. It saves a little bit of arm pump, I guess. You can also get the white pad. It's more of a buffing pad than an applicator. It's a little bit softer. But same principles apply. As soon as you get the Rubio in, you can put that on your Rotex and just take some of that access, access material off. The reason why you should go maybe to a Home Depot or something like that and buy these round, big flooring machine pads is because it's about 5 to 10 bucks for one pad. And you get six, six to eight of them out of each one. If you were to buy Festool pads, they would be way more expensive. And if that's what you feel most comfortable with, then sure, go ahead but I felt pretty comfortable using the stuff from Home Depot and it worked great. After I got most of the oil buffed in and then buffed out, I did take a terry cloth towel and I went around the whole surface of my project and just tried to get every bit of excess material off of the table. It does have a nice sheen to it. And as Key said, you can always put uh, one of their other products on there to increase the sheen, which is super cool, but I thought the normal, pure, was enough and looked great. And it really does bring out the natural beauty in your wood. So, so far I love um, Rubia Monaco. I think it's great. I do use a, a bunch of different finishes for a bunch of different things. And it's kind of what you feel comfortable with. Like I feel comfortable with this product for these type of projects. With Rubia Monaco, I feel really comfortable and I feel really good about my projects when they're done, especially with uh, Black Walnut, because that's what I've had the most experience with using it on, and uh, I'd recommend it. I would definitely say give it a try. If you have any more questions about Ruby Monaco, check out some of their pages. Check out uh, people like Jeff Mack and uh, Lucas's page. They use their product a lot and try to learn, try to absorb, try to be that Terry Cloth towel. Absorb as much knowledge as you can. Um, I know when it's kind of intimidating trying to dive into a new product that costs a professional amount of money. But in the long run, it's it's really worth it. It really is. So give it a try and have some fun with it. The different colors. So I had the chocolate, and I put it on some oak, let it dry, and then I put a white over the chocolate and wiped it off. And what happens is the white gets in the grains. So you have this beautiful, like, chocolate oak with just, like, this hint of white in the grains. And it just – it's really cool that you can – intermix these colors, and create kind of your own look. And having products like that at our disposal, you know, it sets you apart from the guy who's not taking those chances, not taking those risks, and not trying new products. So make sure you're following Ruby and Monaco on Instagram, also their website. Uh, for more information, you can always message them. Keith will most likely get back to you uh, whenever he can. But, yeah, they have a new warehouse It's really sick. They're doing a lot of training down there, and you need to check it out. Alright, so what's new for Grey Knocker giveaway? knocker giveaway this episode is gonna be from Acme Tools. What you're gonna to have to do, you're gonna to have to be following Acme, you're gonna be have to following Grey Knockers, you're gonna be have to following Acme's Snapchat. Yes, I said Snapchat. And then Thursday, March 1st, you're gonna to have to tune in live to see if you have a chance to win. And what I mean by a chance to win is I'm going to do a live game show for prizes now. And in order for me to pick your name, I'll have a list of names that I draw before the live. Before I pick your name, in order to get on this list, you're going to have to make sure you follow those things. But you're also going to have to share this episode. It's part of being an elite Grey Knocker Nation member. I want to reward people who partake in this show And not just random Instagrammers, which is totally cool, but I want to reward the people that are sticking with me, writing this out, and interacting. So when you hear this episode, really make sure you're listening to everything that's said on this episode, because on March 1st, it's a Thursday at night, you'll see me post it on Instagram, we're going to go live. And I'm going to bring people on live with me and they're going to have to answer answer some questions. And if they do, about the show, about Acme Snapchat, about the page, if they answer those questions correctly, they're going to win a sweet prize from Acme. And we'll announce that prize on the Instagram page at Greyknockers as soon as the episode is posted. So that's super cool and we're super excited to put stuff together like that for you guys Grain Knockers is 100% done for free. It's a lot of time, and it's a lot of effort. Uh, As you can hear in this episode, I had an equipment failure waiting for another part to come, but uh, I needed to get this episode out. So I apologize for the audio not being perfect like you're used to, but that'll be fixed soon. We have awesome guests coming up. You're going to want to make sure you tune in for all these guests. They've been on hold waiting, and I can't wait to bring them in and talk more shop. This is episode 13. This is Gray Knockers. I'm Bill from William Patrick Customs, your host. Thank you for your patience. Let's go in the episode 13 with a a fury. I need you guys to share this episode. I need you guys to get this out here. And the more we do that, the bigger the prizes get. Lastly, I have a feature maker of the episode where I'm going to uh, advise you to go check out their page because, They've personally influenced me and Grayknocker Nation, and you guys need to follow them. So episode 13's influential maker goes out to Krebs Makes. Casey is a local woodworker here in uh, northern Illinois. We've hung out a bunch of times. He actually has one of my signs in his shop. He makes awesome videos. He makes very easy-to-follow-along projects and posts them on YouTube. He has a very good following. Uh, but like all of us, not enough. So I encourage you to go check out Creeves Makes. C-R-E-E-V-E-S-M-A-K-E-S. That's Casey Reeves. Tell him Green sent you and uh, give him a follow. Great maker. Creaves Makes, episode 13. Influential follow. Yeah, guys, a lot more to come. We're going to have a new intro coming soon. We're going to have a lot more guests. So uh, stay tuned. There's a lot more exciting stuff here to come at Green Knockers. We're just getting started 2018. Until next time, be original, don't copy. This is Bill. This is Gray Knocker